Hey, this is Teddy Sears from 24 Legacy and small handful of other things. Uh, I'm here to talk shit and have a great time with Adam and Ben, and you are listening to Next Level. Hey, this is Lucky Yates. Hey there, this is Jimmy Simpson. Hello, this is Brad Sherwood. Hi, this is Claire Coffey. This is Andy Daly. Hey there, this is Kevin Durant. Hi, I'm Chris Parnell. Hey, this is TJ Fines. Hey y'all, this is David Hoffman. You are listening to Next Level Radio. Have fun. It's time for the Showcast. And now, here they are, those pop culture junkies and your hosts, Ben Beck. Adam Gorey, and Steve Richards. All right, everybody, welcome into another edition of this, the fourth season that we're just now getting into of the Showcast Spotlight. I am your host this time around, Ben Beck, with my co-host, Adam Gorey, and our guest this time is someone we couldn't be more excited to speak with. Uh, you know him from roles such as, you know, Masters of Sex, American Horror Story, Torchwood, 666 Park Avenue, of course, The Flash, which we're all big fans of. But now you'll be seeing him in the upcoming 24 Legacy on Fox. Please welcome Mr. Teddy Sears. Teddy, thanks so much for joining us. Man, that was a hell of an introduction. <laughs> I mean, you pulled out you pulled out some some titles that I haven't thought of in a little while, like Torchwood and the ill-fated 666 Park, Park Avenue. Avenue. Yep. <laughs> uh, but thanks, man. It, it's great to be here. I'm, I'm excited to talk about whatever comes up. Awesome. Uh, well, of course, I mean, we definitely want to talk 24 because that's what you're here to promote. Yeah. And that's what we want to we want to send everybody to check out because uh, we know it's going to be starting this coming Sunday after the Super Bowl. Um, yeah. You know, so if Fox is returning with 24, 24 Legacy this time around, new cast, new terrorism to stop as always has. Um, for starters, tell us a little bit about your character, Keith Mullins. Yeah, Mullins is the new acting Acting's maybe the wrong word. He's the new head of CTU. Uh, Miranda Otto's character, Rebecca Ingram, she is sort of the longtime head of CTU. She's currently married in the show to Jimmy Smith's character, who is a presidential candidate. He's sort of getting deep into the, the campaign season, and she is ceding control of CTU to me, you know, presumably a longtime protege, uh, so she can basically, you know, put her stuff aside to be shoulder to shoulder with her husband on the trail. So that's where the pilot picks up. Um, and, uh, yeah, I think Mullins is probably just an, a very inside the beltway careerist guy who's probably been at CTU for years and, you know, kind of makes a, a, a very sort of um, logical next step to, to run the department. Um, yeah. And that's sort of that's sort of where we are when we yeah when this whole thing kicks off yeah is it going to have the uh the typical you know 24 ticking clock the whole time too oh oh 100 percent. yeah it's like <laughs> they, they they want to um you know they i think they want it to be sort of the, the next chapter in the, the the story of 24 um which we all know from i don't know was it eight or nine years including a movie uh, so they, they, yeah, like they're going to be, there's going to be certain hallmarks that will remain the same, that ticking clock and the sound of the ticking clock, uh, after before and after every commercial break is going to remain the same. Yeah. They even reference, uh, there was a character in the first 
series named Edgar Styles, and there is an actress who's um, she's, she's sort of someone that Mullen, my character, brings in. Her name is Mariana Styles, and she mentions that you know she's related to, to Edgar. So there's sort of the there are these threads that connect the the old and the new, but uh, for the most part, they being the writers creators, they wanted to do a new installment. They you know they they want to re relaunch the franchise. Uh, and and um, they brought the whole team together who was behind the original. Um, they had the original writers. They had the original director of the pilot, Stephen Hopkins, did our pilot. So the pilot for the original did ours as well. And um, a lot of the, the directors, John Kassar, the, you know, he did a ton as well uh, of the first series. So they basically, it's going to have the same look, same feel. They're just uh, updating it. Yeah. Were you a fan of the uh, of the original run of 24 with Kiefer? Didn't see an episode. <laughs> after, no, after I got cast, I, I watched, and I intended to, I intended to watch a bunch. A lot of the actors, you know, they went back and watched the original. I watched the original pilot that Stephen Hopkins directed because I, I, I'd met him and, and he talked about how he likes to shoot and I thought it would be a good idea to, you know, to have sort of a working knowledge of, of what that looks or feels like. Um, and it was cool. I mean, it made me want to watch a ton, but I didn't want to lose weeks of my life. And we were starting to shoot the pilot in a couple of days. So, but but um, as we started to shoot, uh, I I made a decision that I wasn't going to watch any of it, at least until this whole thing got up and running. Because I I don't know, I just didn't want to have that in mind. Um, I just felt like it was better to. This is a very actory thing to say, but listen, just just play what's on the page, the words that are written in the in the sort of the scenarios that the writers have have, have thought up. And, I, yeah, I just sort of wanted to, to to sort of honor what what stories we were trying to tell now. Even if it looked or resembled or felt like the original, I, I didn't feel that I was going to benefit necessarily from seeing it. And if my performance is a, is a colossal steaming piece of shit, then I know I should have <laughs> gone back and watched the original because I should have had a frame of reference. But I think I'm feeling like it's okay so far. Uh, we'll just have to see. You know? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the cool, the cool part about the original. I mean, it was like, you know, completely different from anything that anybody had done. You know, with the whole like everything happens. You know, whole season is essentially one day. And I'm, I'm kind of curious. Obviously, from a production standpoint, with continuity and all that kind of stuff, it provides a little bit um, like extra difficulty for them. I wonder, from an actor standpoint, is there any of that same kind of attention to detail for continuity, you know, make sure you wore the, have your shirt tucked in the same way you did two days ago, even though it's technically <laughs> five minutes later, you know, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, you know, uh, there are various people around the set whose job it is to, to be hyper vigilant about that sort of thing. And that sort of thing being, like you said, like wardrobe in specific, um, hair makeup is another one. Uh, yeah. And I, I didn't want to think about any of that stuff. So I just let obviously let people come and and touch and readjust and stuff as they as they will. Um, but in any show, uh, uh, this show being no different, you know, there's a gap of time between when you shoot the first and when you shoot the second. Um, mm-hmm. So the pilot we shot was in March of 2016, and then we went ahead and shot episode two in September of 16. And when I shot the pilot, I was still on Flash, and so this is just sort of a thing that probably I'll notice, but the audience. I imagine we'll probably pick up on it too. Is when I shot the pilot, it was March. I still had an episode, two or three episodes left of Flash to shoot, so my hair cut is shorter. It's different. And then in episode two, 
they wanted it, I think they just wanted to move in a different direction, so they sort of subtly let it be a little bit longer. Like, if you watch one and two back-to-back, you'll be like, that dude's hair is clearly longer <laughs> uh, when we left him in episode one to episode two. And those sorts of things do happen, I think, on any on any show. You know, that's when the network can step in and say, cool, listen, we like all these things that are working, but let's change this, let's change this, let's adjust that. Uh, and that's, you know, I think that I think we even had a different director of photography between one and two, so the look might be a little different, a little brighter or something. There's different, you know, CTU is literally different because once they picked up the show, they had more money to spend and they actually built a 360-degree CTU. And when we shot the pilot, they had built out like half of it and they were moving walls around. Basically, they, they did what they could to make it look complete, mm-hmm. but, they you know, so like little things like that, if you really notice, they're there but uh yeah it's, it, i i just try to keep my mind off that stuff um even though if i do hyper focus on it it you know it can kind of drive you crazy because it so matters on a show right. like this. but you know hopefully the story is cool enough that you notice something but then you forget about it because you're caught in, in what we're doing and um there's plenty of cool shit that that we unfold you know really right out of the gate so yeah hopefully that'll yeah, well, I know one of the one of the like continuous jokes I always hear with the, at least with the original is that Kiefer Sutherland never never used the bathroom or ate food or anything like that. <laughs> I, Does uh, this Corey's character do any of that? No, and you know what, John Cassar, <laughs> who did I don't know how many he did of the first series, he he was saying uh, that they used to shoot things like that. They used to shoot like you know, actors eating a power bar or whatever, you know, eating something really quickly. And the network kept coming back and they're like, guys, enough with the fucking eating. The audience <laughs> does not care about the eating. Let's cut out the eating. And so they had options, from what I understand, to, to use, you know, uh, scenes that incorporated that or even moments. That's really more more to the point. And they, they cut it out every time. So we joke about that too, <laughs> but... You know, we sort of fudge it like, okay, well, during that commercial break, it was a three-minute commercial break. It's possible one of us could have run to the men's room and, right. you know, yeah. <laughs> you know, taking care of business real fast. But Simultaneously yeah, we, we, eating we uh, about popcorn. That too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we want to, like, you know, uh, Miranda Otto went to D.C., and she spent some time with uh, with some of these intelligence guys, and she said, you know, the, the stark difference between what we're doing at CTU now and what, you know, the, these guys' offices really look like are, you know, these guys' offices in real life are littered with shit. Coke cans, and they got action figures on their desks. You know, it, it's, it's an office. It's a real office where people have brought their their lives. And, um, and CTU is, you know, it's much more stark, much cleaner. However, yeah. that's the opportunity is right then for season two to have, like, a soft drink sponsor or something. Because, you know, it's a blind slate, fellas. Yeah, so, <laughs> exactly. You know, we can do it. I'm sure Fox marketing. would be happy to. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you know the we you know we talk about the original run of 24, and Kiefer was such a staple to the original series, having been through it yeah. for you know all eight or nine years. And this time around, you know, Kiefer's not a part of it. He was such a familiar part. Do you think uh, that the fans will take to the new series without such this familiar face? Because it's like you said, it's a clean slate. This is starting completely yeah. fresh. Yeah, it, it, and that's a very valid point. And I've heard some people say, "Listen, no keeper, no show. I ain't watching." It. And I can I can understand that, man. People grew really attached to him, and he kicked fucking ass. So I I, I get it. But this is sort of you know Jack Bauer 2.0. It's updated for 2016. Corey Hawkins, if you saw straight out of Compton, you know what this guy can do. 
and he has an intensity. He's got a, a similarly awesome voice. Like he, he, you know, plays this ex-soldier. So there's a lot of adrenaline. There's a lot of testosterone. But I, I think there's something about him that's really also very approachable and also very everyman. So my hope is for the people who are like, I'm just, I'm just not into it. You know what? I love the first run. There's no way they can top it. I would just say, you know, give it 10 minutes. And if you're not in, then, then you're not in. Um, yeah. But I, I, I just, yeah, I, I, not to take anything away from Kiefer and his performance. It's just, uh, they needed, or you know what? It, it's, it, it's, it's fitting that it's, that it's a younger dude who's a returning soldier who's just trying to have a normal life and gets sort of sucked back into to the, to the unfinished, eh, yeah, the unfinished business, the shit that happened to him overseas on a mission and uh, how that stuff can sort of come back to haunt you here in the States. So, yeah, man, I, I, I think people will be pleasantly surprised. I understand the skepticism. Um, ultimately, it's entertainment and it's fun, and I, and I, I know that we're going to be able to do that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, you know, we're going to check out 24, but I'd be remiss if we didn't bring up The Flash. Adam and I... Adam and I are huge fans of the show. Uh, you know, one of the other podcasts that we host here on our podcast network is a DC show where we talk about all the shows every I week saw that. after they air. I saw that. Yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, just to drop a hint, but we'd love to have you as a guest on that podcast at some point, too. I, I Actually, I would love that. That's sort of, you know, I, I have a wealth of, of stories from my year there, and I love talking about this stuff. I love that, that, that world, so happily. Oh, that's yet. that's fantastic. I, I would definitely cool. take you up on that. Uh, but Adam and I had a little bit of a joke before we started talking to you in that there was an over under as to how long it would be before I mentioned something to you. Uh, <laughs> that being that this past Halloween, as well as a convention before that, I cosplayed as your version of Jay Garrick. Oh, you did? I did. Jacket um, and leather jacket and kettle helmet and all. Well... Okay, so my, my first thought is, so I, I was, when I was on The Flash, so it was this October, of this past Halloween, like, yes. I don't know, like three months ago. Okay, so maybe I wasn't on it so much, but I was very on Instagram. I was much more active when I was on The Flash, and I remember, you know, being tagged on these really amazing photographs. I should say the photographs were not amazing, but, but <laughs> the subject matter, like the costumes <laughs> were amazing. You know, uh, the amazing renditions of of um golden age jay garrick so did you make the jacket did you buy the jacket did no you i the helmet? i had the jacket and the helmet made um unfortunately because okay. i'm not that creative uh, <laughs> but i was indeed one of the people that did tag you in a picture and you did indeed like it so that actually oh, made my day when that no happened <laughs> okay god i'm proud of myself i always try to do that man i well i i did I've, i am having a social media I'm on a big social media diet. It's actually been a little while, but that actually makes me very happy that that um that I saw it and I uh, gave you a thumbs up or something. That's yes, crazy, I was man. I was very excited when I tagged you in the picture, and I think it was might have been a day later or something. I was like, "Holy shit, Teddy Sears actually liked my picture." Oh, good for me. No, <laughs> good that, for that, you. It feels good. It's, it is really fun. I was just doing it sort of too much, and so I thought, "Oh, I gotta I gotta pull back," and then uh, and I that pullback is. Has you know turned into a, a drought, but man, that's really cool. So, um, so you did it your Halloween, but also for uh, for a convention or or like yeah, I'm, the, I'm yeah. relatively like I'm relatively I go to conventions a lot. Adam and I both attend conventions as press, so we get to interview a lot of people. And I've yeah. actually recently started moderating panels at conventions too. I just 
Uh, this past November, I, I moderated with uh, Robbie Amell and uh, Rick Cosnett from The Flash. Which way? Which show? And why the fuck was I not at that? <laughs> <laughs> this was at uh, Heroes and Villains in Atlanta. <clears throat> oh, I was supposed to be at that show, man. Oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. That's right, you were. I think you had to cancel. I was, but, yeah, and it was the first and only show I've ever canceled, and it was because my mom was having some health stuff, and I went back to Washington, D.C. to see her. So that's well, that the makes only perfect reason. sense. That's, that's why. Um, I, those are great guys. I like Rick a lot, and Robbie is great. I mean, that's the fun thing about the that circuit is you end up seeing the same guys, and it, it's really, really fun to engage one-on-one yeah. and, and in groups with the, with the fans. It's the coolest. I do I remember it. that now. You were originally on the schedule, and I was excited you were going to be there, and uh, yeah. it probably would have turned out that you would have been on that panel with Robbie and Rick. I, I absolutely, I absolutely would have. I've done a few with Robbie and a few with with Rick. Um, okay, next time, man. Next yeah, time. for sure, definitely for sure. Uh, but yeah, I don't cosplay at, at conventions that much, usually because we're okay. covering them. But I, I did do it yeah. for Halloween, and I actually went to Adam's Halloween party dressed as that as well. Oh, okay, nice. So right. <laughs> um, I know you know we're going to run short on time with you. So a couple more things, obviously pertaining to the Flash. You you know. Yeah. Uh, Jay Garrick, which is my favorite version of the Flash, Flash so I was very excited uh, to see him turn up. Turned out yeah. that you were Zoom, and yeah. your character yeah. Zoom became the Black Flash, who has since reappeared uh, on these shows. I know because of shooting schedule, you weren't able to play the part, but if they were ever able to bring you back in some capacity, would you go? Yes. Uh, what? Wait a second. Okay, I, I got two things to say. One, okay. absolutely. I, I even emailed um, <laughs> Todd Helbing, who is he and his brother Aaron are head writers over there. And I was like, listen, if you, you know, if you guys are thinking about bringing, because I've read that, 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 um, Kreisberg, Andrew Kreisberg had talked about Black Flash showing up in that universe. And I, so I wrote him, I saw that he, he mentioned that. And I wrote those, wrote the Helbings. And I was like, yo, listen, if, if this is something you guys are thinking of, like I want in, I a hundred percent want to be a part of this. Uh, and they said, cool. Yeah. Well, that, that sounds great. If we can make it work, when are you done on 24? And I told them that I'm done in the middle of February, and maybe that was, you know, the nail in the coffin there. But I, I always sort of thought that, you know, that, that Black Flash could have been CGI'd, it, you know, like basically that they, they didn't need me necessarily to be Black Flash, but I was, I was really hoping that they would because I, I think I, I, in the books, Black Flash is so beautifully drawn and so sinister looking and so cool and I just love what he represents that he's this grim reaper for speedsters uh, so well that on the one hand bums me the fuck out man because I really wanted to do it but what uh, in what capacity did, did that motherfucker show up like, what, what, did, <clears throat> we, what did we do he actually just showed up yesterday on Legends of Tomorrow to uh, he was pursuing Eobarthon no, so we haven't seen him on the flash yet uh, but I mean, who knows? And he was CGI, as a matter of fact, too. So okay, all right. Well, if they ever put a suit on him, I want to. I want in. But all right, I'm gonna. Uh, oh, we want, want you I in too. I would love it, man. You know, and I'm in. I'm in touch with all those guys. I'm in touch with Tom Cavanaugh and Grant and 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 Carlos and I talk a lot. And I I've seen Danielle and I've seen um, Candace at at shows and uh, and Jesse Martin like. He, I just named every single fucking cast member, and I, I just really I miss those guys. It's an incredible group, and um, 
Yeah, I miss being up there. I, it, it's and it's a great show. Uh, it's so much fun, and Vancouver is a beautiful city. So it's so funny, man. I, I would do it in a second. Yeah, you know, if they want me, they got my number, and I would jump on a plane. And I know we would run into problems with Fox. I, I, I think it's way easier said than done. Uh, I but I would love it, and uh, hopefully they'd be able to work it out. But you know what? We haven't even got a phone call for it yet. So. Maybe they'll save it to the end of this year. Maybe it'll be a different season, or maybe they just won't—they just won't use me. You know. I hope I they know. do. I hope so too, man. I hope so That'd too. Be awesome. I, I love—I love that show. I would really like to see everybody again. Um, and actually, since I started, uh, we could talk about this more on, on the other uh, on the DC one. But um, since I since I started working on that show, I just have gotten really into that universe, into the comic universe. Um, I'm, I'm reading, you know, Bill Gaines' biography right now about his time at EC and at MAD, and I'm sort of crazy about that pre-code EC stuff. But I, yeah, just in, in terms of the, the comics and the whole mythology, I just think it's cool as hell. So being a part of it opened up my world in a really fun way that I, I couldn't have anticipated. Yeah. Hey, we know you got to get going. Um, real quick, though, uh, you had mentioned you're supposed to go to Atlanta. Are you have any, like, East Coast cons that you know of this year that you're going to be doing? Well, it's funny. I'm talking to you in Atlanta right now. Um, oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. And the, you said you went to here as a villain in Atlanta. Are you guys located in Atlanta? No, we're in, no, Phil- we're in we're, the Philadelphia area. Yeah, we're up. Uh, okay, I was going to say, then we should have done this in person. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm here now because this is where 24 is being shot. Um, there, are, I, I, there are a couple cons coming up that I have on the books. Uh, one's in Kansas City at the end of April. I'm not sure what that one's called. Um, last weekend in April. And then there's one I haven't said yes to yet, but I'm trying to make it work. It's on Memorial Day weekend in Phoenix. I guess there's a big one out there in Phoenix. Um, oh, cool. But last year there there were more because I was on The Flash, and I just think people wanted to see me more, and I don't know that they want, they want to this year. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful. Uh, it's a great – you know, yeah, if, fucking, if Rick can go to these fucking things. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Thing exactly. Um, and Rick and Robbie ones. both. Here's in Villains yeah, has yeah, yeah, uh, Jersey. It's, it's basically, it's all, the, it's all the dead male actors <laughs> on Flash are welcome to to certain conventions. I, I like I said, I I hope so. I love it. I love connecting with the fans and um and that whole world. I just think is so is so cool. So uh, yeah, man. Hopefully, nothing else on the books yet. You know, summer. I feel like summer is really when things get get kicking with the cons and yeah, hopefully I'll get some, I'll get some looks. Um, yeah. I am looking forward to once this wraps up 24, I mean, getting back to California and seeing my wife and just having like a day in and day out, um, you know, sort of a normal thing going on, but um, I, I don't sit still too well. So hopefully there'll be a con <laughs> or two I don't know about and I can go and do this. Yeah. It's so funny that you said like all the, the, the dead guys from the flash. Cause when we were on stage and moderating that panels, we were like, we ended up calling that, that panel previously on the flash. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. Cuz everybody very, was very gone. And, and and that and that list I think is steadily growing. I watched the first 3 episodes of this season uh, cuz that's all I was able to get my hands on. And I was really I was really happy. Uh, just you know, it's, it's different. Um, Flashpoint, you know, it was a different sort of way to start the season, but um, I, I liked what they were trying to set up and I I am deeply, you know, uh, in debt to, to what I have yet to watch but uh but i say that not having seen any of episode two because i just don't like to watch myself so i missed all that all that stuff but uh, (laughs) i i like season three so far 
Yeah. Well, Teddy, we know you got to get going. <clears throat> so this yeah. was definitely a blast. And if you hang tight after we wrap this up, I'll we'll talk yeah. to you about the DC podcast for a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah but good. we're going to send people to check out 24 right after the Super Bowl Sunday and then again following that Monday uh, on Fox. Uh, your Instagram, at Teddy Sears, when you come back to it after your social media dive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but, Teddy, thanks so much. Uh, hopefully we'll get you back on for, for 24 again later down the road, and we'll talk to you about DC too. So That sounds good. Great. Uh, all right, guys. All right, guys. Yep, we'll we'll bring you another showcast spotlight later on down the road. Thanks.